So I'm speaking with uh, composer Daniel Pemberton, who has been an incredibly prolific co composer, working on a variety of great projects that have uh, really pr uh, proven his versatility. Uh, Daniel has scored films like uh, Billy Zane's directorial debut, Big Kiss, uh, director Nick Murphy's The Awakening, starring Rebecca Hall, and Blood, starring Paul Bettany and Mark Strong. Daniel has also dabbled in video games, and honestly, the place where I first experienced uh, his music was in the game The Movies, which I think every film major at the time when I was in college was uh, playing. And uh, he also scored Little Big Planet 2 for the PS3. His latest score is The Counselor, which sees him teaming with director Ridley Scott uh, for the first time. Uh, Daniel, thanks so much uh, for, for talking today. Can we maybe split some music? Do you want to put some music into it? Okay. Should we do a little intro on the piano? <laughs> Interview um, with Daniel Pemberton. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. <laughs> um... So I'd love to know what what made you get into music, and what was the reason you decided to to follow composing. Um, I I was like really I grew up like very interested in electronic music when I was like like quite young, like about um, thirteen. Mm -hmm. Got I was very into like Van Gelis and Jean Michel Jarre and all those kind of synth guys, um, and um, I. Uh, if you want the really long story, I, I basically, I was, uh, very weirdly, when I was 13, I'd started writing for video game magazines hmm. in Britain. Uh, uh, and um, the money I got from that, which was, a, you know, for a 13-year-old, was way more than, you know, my paper round. <laughs> I, I saved up and bought a synthesizer and a four-track, and I started making my own kind of electronic music. Um, and then... I had this record out when I was 16 called Bedroom, which was a kind of album of sort of abstract electronic music. Um, and because I was quite young, it got quite a lot of coverage. Stockhausen reviewed it on the radio over here. Um, and um, through that, I met a director called Paul Wilmshurst. Um, and I started doing TV documentaries with him when I was still at school. I used to do it after school, after my homework. I would write documentary music on a, you know, just a tape machine and a synthesizer, and that's all I had. I had no sequencer or anything. And, um, you know, that basically has kept on going, and I sort of kept working with him. He started doing bigger films, and other people liked what I did, so I started working with them, and it's kind of just gone from there, you know, over the last 15 years or so, wow. to suddenly somehow ending up turning into a Ridley Scott movie. Yeah, wow, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> um, and Ridley is, you know, he's one of my favorite directors. I grew up watching his films. And like any good director and auteur, he's a really, as a collaborative uh, person with his core team that he usually works with. And looking at his career, he doesn't change composers very often. He jumped around, I think, early, you know, with Vangelis, the goldsmith, and Cayman. But then we had the Hans Zimmer era followed you know, by a little Harry Griggs and Williams break, and then it was the Mark Streitenfeld era. So I'm curious, how did you meet him, and how did you ultimately get the job for the counselor? Well, he, um, it was like a double-pronged thing. I'd worked with um, his editor before, Pietro Scalia, mm, yeah. who is uh, yeah, amazing editor, you know, kind of double Oscar winner, kind of uh, done so many great movies, um, and is also just a really nice guy and really warm and giving and I'd worked with him on a film called Ghost well, actually like video games uh, Ghost Recon Alpha which mm. you might know it was yeah, one yeah. of those thought films that Ubisoft did 
and um, they had a lot of Ridley's crew on that. So I'd work with him doing the music on that. And then separately, what got me the gig was basically Ridley had seen The Awakening and just loved it. He loved everything about the movie. He really loved the score. And he was in one morning talking about it. And Pietro was like, I know that guy. Like, you should meet him. And I had a meeting with Ridley and we got on like pretty well. And um, somehow that translated into me doing his movie, wow. which is still to stay like quite insane. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's 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 amazing. And I love watching, uh, especially the behind the scenes footage from Ridley's films, because uh, he, uh, the, especially the recording sessions, those always seem like the discussions are so interesting. So, what, what kind of director is he uh, when he works with you as the composer? What kind of guidance did he give you for the counselor throughout the process? He's a, a, yeah, an amazing, inspiring person to work for because, you know, you're dealing with someone who is, you know, like you say, he's one of your favorite directors. I grew up, I'm the same, I grew up with his films. I've never worked with someone before who, who I already know their history. You know, they've already got such a big history that's kind of affected me as I grow up, you know. Right. So many of my favorite scores are from his movies. Um, so you, it's very daunting in a way, but he's really, he was, once you're in, he's really warm and very interested in, you know, collaboration. It's not, we do what I say. He, he wants to hear what you think. He wants your ideas. You know, you can really discuss with him how you want to take certain aspects of the film. Sometimes he'll agree with you, sometimes he won't. Um, but, you know, he will let you do that. Some directors don't even do that. They're just like, do this. Right. You know, and... So as a composer, it's great to have someone who, you know, is actually interested in what you what you want to do. And also he responds, what I love is he responds to sound and music in quite an interesting way. You know, he'll, he'll love certain noises which are quite strange and he'll be like, oh, okay, like, I love that sound. It's, he's had, he had a great phrase, like, it's like, it's like a blood going through a mausoleum or something. Um, <laughs> I was like, wow, that's that's very poetic. <laughs> um, and so you'd start, you know, he'd respond to certain noises and you'd think, right, we'll write more like that. Or, um, and then other times, you know, you can have, you know, you can have frank discussions about tracks. He's like, I love this cue. I'm like, oh God, I don't. He's like, no, it's brilliant. And it's, it's weird where he, he loves something and you're like, oh, I don't know, it's not finished yet. He's like, no, it's great. I'm like, no, let me do more on it. It could be better. <laughs> Um, so did you, when did you come on to the film? Did you come in pre-production? Uh, when did you start writing the music? No, I came after they'd, they'd shot it already and they were starting to edit in London. Oh, I'd okay. read the script, um, before I came on, um, which is, you know, I love reading the script early on on the project to give ideas and, um, and then I saw it and, um, this is before I got the job, um, but, uh, so I kind of came on as they were editing and I kind of worked side by side with the edit. Um, so I tried to kind of write their temp music rather than them have temp it with other movies. Right, so right. it was a process of firing out tons of music constantly and just seeing what makes it in the movie, what they respond to. And uh, since you worked with Pietro before, was it uh, an easier kind of a, did you guys have a shorthand? Was it working with him easier? And did he, was he more uh, taking of your music and putting that into the mix? Yeah, I mean, you know, Pietro's, a great editor for music. He he understands music. Um, he appreciates what 
the complications are with music. You know, if he's recutting a scene, he's not just going to recut it and go, um, like, you sort that out. He will try and work it so, you know, let's change it, but on the beat rather than, mm-hmm. you know, having to mess up a whole cue. So he's great like that. Um, he has great input. He has a lot of input as well into the film. And, you know, a lot of the ideas sometimes come from him. Or I mean, what's interesting is really collaborative when you work with Lee. Right. Everyone's throwing ideas in. You try them out, and you know, Ridley wants to try everything out. And it's it's you know it's a extreme way of working because you have to you have to work really hard. Absolutely. Um, but you know it's great because you're trying out all these different things all the time, and you you, you get to be more experimental rather than like this is what this key is going to be. So when you uh, when you first sat down and took the the story and you read the script. Um... Uh, what spoke to you the most? You know, what influenced your writing the most, and what was the goal of your score for this particular story? What did you want to add that wasn't there? Well, the story—I mean, in the in the story, there's quite a lot of stuff which you don't see. You there's like a kind of there's a very big level of threat in this story, mm-hmm. a menace which is not necessarily apparent on screen because you don't always see the people who are doing it. And I felt the music, it was important to kind of get an element of that into the score. Um, so, I mean, I like to try and early on kind of work out what the palette of sounds is. I right. mean, the palette through this, this score changes quite a lot. And there's what I kind of call my core palette, which was like a lot of kind of guitars, sort of wood and metal percussion, uh, sort of feedbacky kind of noises, wires, um, and sort of ebos, uh, and then there's other bits which were almost more like commercial tracks, but they happen to be parts of the score. Mm-hmm. There's like a weird truck. There's like this kind of mad Mexicana track for the tr- for the truck in the film, um, which is quite wacky. Um, and there's some electronic music at the end because uh, we really want to try some electronic stuff. Um, so it's quite a varied score in some ways. There's there's sort of some elements which have a kind of... I mean, everything, I try to put some kind of through line, so I'll take sounds from one cue and drop, you know, they'll be in other cues, and, you know, hopefully everything corresponds to the film, but it's quite a, a varied soundtrack in some ways, a bit more like a, a lot of um, mix of score and kind of needle drop. Oh, that sounds really cool. <laughs> so, and the script was, of course, written by Cormac McCarthy, who is definitely... Yeah one of the most amazing writers, I think, of our time, and his work is just stunning. Uh, you could say that his narratives are always, you know, they're about something, but they're also really about something. You know, there's always this uh, underlying theme to it. Uh, what do you think The Counselor is about? You know, what did, uh, did that, what did, how did his writing and the themes of the film oh. influence you as a music writer? Um, wow, I mean, what what is The Counselor about is a big question. The- that we often had during the film because it's, it's a pretty crazy film. I mean, I kind of see it as, uh, you know, kind of a some ways a story of, you know, a guy doing a deal with the devil, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, in a sense, he he makes a choice and he has to live with the consequences of that choice. Right. Um, so how did that... I'm trying to think how I'd say that affected how we wrote the score. I mean, I, I, it's a very dark story. So I, I was keen to kind of 
build on that and it's quite a visceral vicious aggressive story in a way and I wanted the music to have this restrained restrained aggression a lot of the times mm. where it's not in your face but it's kind of simmering under the surface right um, I love that <laughs> uncomfortable you know a lot of the score is it's not necessarily you know bits of it are not things you want to go listening to driving down you know the freeway they're kind of well there's a couple of tracks that you might do um but you know a lot of it's quite uncomfortable the score it's kind of you know it gets under your skin it's kind of sort of scratchy and um almost like quite painful um and that's a bit like the story you know there's a lot of stuff in the story that's when i first read the script i'm like wow that's vicious Mm -hmm. and um, you know, the score, I wanted to have a similar effect of of having sounds that, um, I don't want to say the word jarring, but, but you know, they give you a punch. I mean, there's, there's bits in the score. I, mean, I don't think you've seen the movie yet, but I, I haven't, hopefully no. there are moments when you go and see it and it's, you know, the all equivalent of, of a punch. Um, but at the same time, there's, you know, there's kind of emotion in there. There's um, there's a love story. Um, there's uh, more philosophical music. You know, there's a big, really big on this idea, the philosophy of the story. Mm. So we had a thing which uh, is a cue uh, on the soundtrack called The Hunter, and that in some ways was our philosophical theme um, for what the story was about, in a way. And then we also have what I call the truck theme, which is this kind of quite almost goofy bit of sort of Mexicana rock um, and then we have a wireman theme, and we have these these sort of impending notes that keep coming back throughout the score. Um, so there's always different ideas that are sort of weaving in and out of each other, and hopefully um, all make sense when you see it. But like it's, it, you know, it's it's, a, it's, a, it's definitely a complicated film in some ways. Yeah, it sounds it sounds like you really took in a, a big psychological uh, aspect into it, and really had to delve into, I guess the the psyche of the characters and the what the notion of the film is. It sounds like it. You really wanted to reflect that in the music, so I can't really. I'm really excited. <laughs> um, so does the counselor mark a new Ridley Scott Pemberton era? Uh, who knows? I mean, uh, I mean, I worked with him. We worked straight after again. I went straight onto his next project um, called The Vatican. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a TV, his first TV thing he's done, which is a pilot he's been directing, and that was, you know, again, great to work with him on something, you know, it's great to work with him in a different sound world than the Counselor sound world, you know, which the Counselor sound world was kind of sort of dark guitars and sort of aggression, and, and the Vatican was quite different. It was kind of, uh, we ended up on a pilot that I kind of was sort of electronics, uh, sort of organs, uh, choirs, and hip hop. Hmm. Um, uh, so that was quite, you know, quite a different departure. Um, whether uh, his next movie, um, I, I, I don't think I can do because of, uh, they have to have a Spanish composer, I think, um, for tax reasons. Um, but I don't know how. Uh, I don't know how. I don't know how to say that. I can say it again. It's bit, the next movie, I, um, I I think they have to use someone Spanish on it. Um, so, but I saw him recently at the premiere, the counselor, and he was like, he, you know, he was very keen. But he said to me, he's very keen. We work together again. So, I mean, that'd be fantastic. But you know, I've done two Ridley Scott projects, 
and for me already that's more than I you know could ever dream of so <laughs> it's fantastic but we get on well you know we we work together well I think you know there's a good there's a good sense of collaboration he he takes the mick out of me I get taken the mick out of him a bit and you know <laughs> that's always great you know it's, it's you know, at the end of the day, we both want to make a good film. That's all right. we really care about. How can we make the film as good as possible? And um, if I don't think a choice is the right choice, I'll tell him and he'll tell me. And, you know, that's kind of really how you want to make films. I agree. That's that's awesome. I would love to hear you guys together again That uh, to continue the, continue the collaboration. It's always I always love to see how uh, artists kind of grow together as a collaborative uh, team. But uh, to wrap up uh, our interview, I'd always like to ask composers if you could score any film ever made with no disrespect to the original composer or the score itself, which film would you choose? Oh, the big tricky question. <laughs> um, very hard. I don't know. There's so many different things. Uh, I'd say, well, there's one obvious one, uh, which is a Ridley film. <laughs> yeah, uh, in fact, I tell you what I should do. I should fire up. If we're doing this let me try and fire up the synth. You have to guess what it is from the sound. The synth. Okay. Okay. Oh, I think you'll guess it. Um, uh, 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 I've got turn the reverb on as well. Um, uh, so I, I, I'd really like to do a Wes Anderson film actually, because there's part uh -huh. of me which you might know from Little Big Planet, which is very quirky. Right. Um, so one of his movies. I definitely would enjoy scoring. There's another one which sounds a bit like this. Hang on, I'm probably not just preset like this. Let's try this. Okay. You, you'll know what it is the second I do it. And it's kind of tricky because there's already a massive... Hang on. Ooh. Well, that was meant to be a Blade Runner sound, but there's some LFO weirdness going on. <laughs> Well, that didn't sound very Blade Runner, but basically it's mainly Blade Runner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that would be, that'd be awesome to, to get that kind of electronic soundscape back to science fiction, you know? <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm a big fan. I mean, yeah, that was a movie that really kind of changed my life. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's probably one of them. But there's, there's tons of movies, you know? There's, it's very hard for me to say. I like doing so many different... You know, I like doing different stuff the whole time, so... You know, I like jumping. So I have just done another movie called Cuban Fury, which is out next year with um, Nick Frost. I don't know him. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's like the guy from Shaun the Dead mm -hmm. and uh, World's End. Um, and that's like a film all about Cuban music. So, you know, Cuban dancing. So we did a really fun kind of live Cuban score for that. So wow. very different. Well, that's awesome. Uh, Daniel, thank you so much uh, for your time today. It was such a pleasure and such an honor to, to talk to you. So, And uh, congratulations on the film and, and everything. And... Uh, uh, look forward to much more from you in the future. So thank you. Thanks so much. All right. Well, um, uh, speak to you again soon. Your little outro piano. Yeah, little outro. <laughs> there you go. Bye.